Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Think about this incredible love that the Father has poured out upon us. That, that we who are so messed up, so tainted, so polluted, so full of issues should be called children of God. How incredible, how amazing. And the only appropriate response to that is that we get with the program, that we cooperate with what He's trying to do in our lives. How are you responding to God's amazing gift of love and grace? It's easy to grow complacent and take it for granted, but as followers of Jesus, we're called to respond. As Pastor Robert challenges us in today's message, our response should be one of action. It's time to get out there and share the love you've received with the world around you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 7 for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Now see, you and I are here. We've been redeemed. God has bought us back. Jesus Christ bought us with his blood. And what this passage here in John is telling us is that You're not supposed to be normal in a broken world. You're not supposed to be normal in a world filled with issues. See, I used to read this, you know, and think that what he was saying, you know, there's another place where he calls us a peculiar people, you know. I mean, does that mean Christians have to be weird? No, that's not what it means. What it means is if you're living in a world where everybody has issues, nobody's perfect, And the Holy Spirit of the living God goes to work in you to perfect you. And he starts eliminating your issues one by one. Before long, you're going to have many fewer issues. Surrounded by people who still have many issues. You're going to stand out. You're going to be different. You are going to be strange. You're not going to be normal. The fewer issues you have, the weirder you are in a messed up world, right? But it's a good weird. It's a weird I want. Is everybody kind of understanding where I'm coming from here? God wants to take away your issues. He wants to work in your life. And the idea that John is getting so excited about here is that, listen, the world didn't know Jesus either. The Greek word that he used is gnosko. How many Latinos we got in the house? Raise your hand. Come on, don't be bashful. I'm an adopted Latino. I'm not ashamed. I'm right here. You understand what he's talking about. The word in Greek means the same thing that it does in Spanish and Latin. You know, gnosko, gnosko. I mean, you get it, right? There's a difference between knowing about God and knowing God. The first time I understood the difference between the two verbs in Spanish was somebody asked me if if I knew Russia, I think it was, and I'm I'm like, yeah, 
And I'm thinking, you know, I've read books. Yeah. And, and then, the, you know, this girl was like, I don't think you understand what I'm asking you. Have you ever been there? No. Oh. See, there are a lot of Christians like that. We've talked about it. Calling themselves Christians because they know a lot about Jesus. They've never met him, though. The whole idea of meeting him. But, I mean, he was crucified 2,000 years ago. Yeah, but remember the rest of that story? He, he rose from the dead. He's alive. You can meet him. You can meet him. He wants you to know him. It's a literal thing. It's not figurative. It's not that you read about him and get to know what he was like. No, no, no. You get to know him. You get to, know, you get to understand him. What John is telling us is the world doesn't understand him. The world doesn't know him. And, and as he works in you, he makes you alive by his spirit. He changes you and you become more and more like him. They're not going to know you either. They're not going to understand you either. You're going to be weird, but in a good way, in a good way. One day you're going to be so perfect, so like the Lord Jesus. And, and that's why John, he, he says, behold. In other words, what he's saying is, man, just think about this. Think about this incredible love that the Father has poured out upon us, that, that we who are so messed up, so tainted, so polluted, so full of issues, should be called children of God. How incredible, how amazing. And the only appropriate response to that is that we get with the program, that we cooperate with what he's trying to do in our lives. Well, how, how do we do that? Well, he says everyone who has this hope in the Lord Jesus purifies himself, just as he is pure. See, we, we, we do play a part. No, that's, again, sometimes people get confused. It, it's not that, that this is what saves you or that this is what, you know, somehow grants you the, the place in the family. No, that's not it at all. The, the idea is he makes you part of his family, and the only appropriate response to that is cooperate. Just cooperate. It's like I, I've told my kids at times, listen, I'm trying to help you here. Don't make it harder. The Bible actually says it at one point about, you know, cooperating with the pastors and, and the leaders. It's, don't, it's like they're going to give an account. Don't make, don't make it harder for them. Cooperate. Cooperate. We talked about this last week. There's, there's junk that we need to put off. The, the junk that the world embraces as normal, you and I need to reject. Put it off. He says in Ephesians 5.8, for you were once darkness, but not anymore. Now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. See, the Bible says he has poured out this amazing love in your life. 
He has forgiven you if you've come to him and asked him to. He has cleansed you if you've asked him to do that. He's made you free inside. You're no longer a slave to your emotions and, and your desires. You know, that, that before you have the Holy Spirit living inside you, all you have to go by is what you're feeling and what you want. And that's why the cliche, follow your heart. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. How many times does your heart lead you correctly? Not many. Not many, trust me. I'm 55 years old. I, I got stories about following your heart. Multiple. You understand what I'm saying? They're all bad. They're all bad. It's only when I followed Jesus that I got it right. But some of you are still a slave to that. You're still a slave to your emotions, your, your physical desires, what makes you happy, what makes you comfortable, what you think is in your best interest. You're a slave to that. You still need to be forgiven. You still need to be cleansed. You still need to be set free to become the person that he designed you to become. The good news is all you have to do is, is just open up your heart to him and ask. That's the message of the cross. That's why we put this big cross behind. It's the message of the cross. He came and was executed so that you can be forgiven. God himself came to the earth and offered himself in payment for our sin. Executed for my crimes so that I could be forgiven, so that I could be made alive. Only my creator could make me alive. I was dead spiritually, but he made me alive. And he's eager to make you alive. If that's never happened before, now's the time. The Bible says all you have to do is ask. If you're serious about wanting to be part of his family, wanting to be forgiven, wanting to be cleansed, wanting him to, to change you, to, to teach you, to lead you, he did all the work. All you have to do is, is humble yourself and say, yes, I need that. I want that. God, please forgive me. Please clean me, cleanse me inside, change me inside. Begin that process of fixing my issues and changing me. All you have to do is ask Him. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again, but in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry, and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. 
Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 